Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophets Speak. This is Jonah 1. This is the first podcast in the book of Jonah, which is one of the, what is known as the 12 minor prophets. And um, this is Saul Weiner, the host of your podcast. We recently did the podcast, on, on this podcast, we completed the entire book of Isaiah. Um, I chose to do Jonah after Isaiah for several reasons. Um, because there are some themes that relate the two. But one of them is contrasts the two, and I'm just going to mention that just to con- kind of connect the two together. Isaiah, if we remember correctly, when Isaiah in chapter 6 had his vision and came before God, um, her overheard God calling out to the angels, saying, "Et mi eshlach mi Who should we send? Who should I send on this mission? Who's going to go out on the mission for us?" And Isaiah rose, basically, so to speak, rose his hand and said, "Here I am. I'm here. Send me on this mission." And then Isaiah went on the mission. That was in chapter six of Isaiah, and willingly went ahead and went on his mission to uh, rebuke and teach the Jewish people and the people of the world the proper ways and what God demanded of them. And to the extent that he also suffered a significant amount of, sh- of, of, of embarrassment and shame and, and ridicule, but he nonetheless went ahead and did his mission. Jonah, as we'll see in just a moment, was kind of the opposite. He... So uh, we mentioned in Isaiah that, you know, we discussed this a little bit then, how, you know, how willing he was to take upon himself that mission and how that contrasted with Moses, who, when God came to Moses and Moshe Rabbeinu and asked him to, to uh, lead the Jewish people out of Egypt, that he was very, very reluctant. Jonah was the extreme. He was the one that absolutely refused to do God's mission. So there's a huge contrast between Isaiah all the way at one end who raises his hand and says, here I am, send me, and Jonah who refuses and does everything he possibly can to avoid the mission. That's just one connection between the two books. Um, we may see some more. We will see some more. But um, let's begin with Jonah uh, 1. I'm going to read the first chapter, which reads, it's a story that's familiar to many of us. And in the same way that I read through Isaiah, the idea is to let the prophet speak. I want to read the story, read what the words say. And after I finish reading the first chapter, I'm going to point out several glaring questions and issues that all of the commentaries deal with. And then I'm going to give, a, give a, an explanation that, to help us understand all of those questions and learn the lessons that this first chapter is trying to teach us. Because even though this is just the beginning of the story, there are many, many lessons to learn. So let's begin. And it was the word of God to Jonah, the son of Amitai, as follows. Get up and go to Nineveh, the great big city, and call out to it. Because their evil ways have come before me. Just real quick. I want you to have a little understanding of the history here. Yonah ben Amitai, we know from the book of Kings, was a prophet 
in the northern kingdom of Israel during the time of Yeravam ben Yoash, that was also known as King Jeroboam II. Uh, the, during the time period of, Jer of Jeroboam II of Yeravam ben Yoash was a time where the northern kingdom of Israel was on the ascendancy. He was a very powerful king. He ruled for 40 years. And he managed to expel the Assyrians from the land northern kingdom and regain all of the full boundaries of the northern kingdom of Israel and send the Assyrians packing. We also know that the, from historical time, uh, um, uh, uh, from, from, hist from other sources in history, that during this time period, the Assyrian kingdom had contracted significantly and lost many of its possessions, northern kingdom of Israel being one of them. Just to give you a context for the time in history when this happened. However, the Assyrian kingdom was still around and um, Nineveh was its capital. So God says there are an evil people there. I want you to go and call out to them. Um, presumably bring them this message that they have to fix their ways. And Yonah got up, but not to go to fulfill the mission, but rather he got up to run away to Tarshish, which is usually identified as the island of Sicily, or at least the city on the island of what we now know as Sicily, which is kind of all the way at the other side of the Mediterranean. And it would be... And often within in Tanakh, we find Tarshish as an example of a faraway um, place to go by ship. He was running away to get away from God. He went to Jaffa, the port city, which was the main port city of the northern kingdom of Israel. And he found a ship that was going to Tarshish. And he paid his fare. And he went down into the ship, to come with them to go travel to Tarshish, to get away from God. And God made a huge wind blow upon the sea. And there was a huge storm in the sea. And the um, ship was in danger of being smashed by the waves and getting crushed at sea. And all would be lost. And the sailors of the ship were very afraid. And they, they all cried out to their gods, to whatever they, wherever they were from, whatever traditions they had. They cried out to their, their idols and so on. And, and then in order to lighten the load of the ship, they threw out all of the vessels, all of the um, cargo that they had on the ship. They threw it into the water. Sherbaniya Eliam into the into the sea la in order to lighten the load. The Yonah Yorad Al Yakasiasvina, but Yonah did not pray. Rather he went down to the bottom of the ship to the hold. Adam and he lied down and he fell asleep. But there's a lot of questions until this point, but I'm leaving the, the commentary out until I finish reading the entire chapter. And then I'm gonna go back and, and ask the questions. Um that are obvious. So just uh, pay attention to these words because we're going to come back to them soon. And the one in charge of the ship um, came and saw him down in the hold sleeping. Why are you sleeping? What are you doing? Get up and cry to your God. Maybe that God that you pray to will, will, um, will uh, hearken to us, will listen to us, or will like us. 
and we will not get lost at sea. By and uh, but there's no response here. Yona didn't respond, didn't answer, and apparently he didn't listen. He didn't go ahead and pray to God. So all the people on the ship are praying, and then they look at each other and think, well, maybe someone on this ship had done something wrong, and is and maybe they're responsible for this, for the anger of the gods. So the they said to each other, let's make a lottery. And we'll find out that whose fault is it that this is happening to us? And they they drew lots and the lot fell on Yonah that it was his responsibility. And they said to him, please tell us you whom this evil is happening to us because of you. What is your work? Like, what's your business? What exactly are you doing on this trip? And where are you coming from? What country do you come from? And what nationality are you? And he said to them, I am a Hebrew. And I fear God, the God of all the heavens, the one who created all of the sea and all of the dry land, the creator of all. When the, the, when the sailors heard this, the people had this awful, awful, terrible feeling of, they were terrified. They were full of this awesome fear. What was it that you did? What did you do wrong? Because the people knew that he was running away from God. Because he had told them that he was running from God. And now they see that, that he is a Hebrew who's rebelled against this God. And now they told him who this God, he, now that he told them who this God really is, they were very frightened. What have you done wrong? And they said to him, but again, it does not say that Yonah answered. He didn't answer them and explain what he had done wrong. They said, but what can we do to you? What can we do to fix the problem? That the sea should be silent. Because the storm was getting worse and worse. And he answered them, Pick me up and throw me into the sea. And then the sea will be silent. Because I know that is my responsibility that this big storm came upon you. But the people, they didn't pick him up. Rather, they turned the boat around and tried to get back to dry land. So they started to row and steer and row and row and try to get to dry land. But they could not do it. Because the storm was getting worse and worse upon them. And then they called out to God and prayed. And they said, Please, God, I'll not know that. Don't let us get lost because of the soul of just this man. And the prayer still didn't work. So they continued to pray. Don't make us be responsible for killing this innocent man. Because you, God, you are doing as you desire. In other words, we're trying to get back, we're trying to pray to you, but it's not working. We may not have a choice. So therefore, by Yesu Yona, they picked him up. By Atilu Haleyama, they threw him in the sea. By Amod Hayom And the sea stopped its um, anger. The sea quieted down. By Yeruha Anashim. And the men 
were extremely frightened. Yiragadala, uh, a huge amount of awe and fear. This actually, I, frightened is probably a mistranslation here. It's probably better to translate this as awe of God and this amazing miracle that they had just witnessed. And they brought a, a sacrifice to God. And they all swore to God um, various uh, um, um, uh, pledges to God. So this is the first chapter of Jonah. It's a familiar story. There's a whole host of questions here that the commentaries uh, um, deal with. I'm going to list to you some of the main questions here. And um, just to help, you know, the things that kind of stand out. First of all, God chose Yonah to do uh, a, this mission. This mission was to go to Nineveh and tell them that God was upset with them because they were, had evil ways. Number one, why choose someone who's not going to do the mission? If you're God, presumably you know whether the person is going to fulfill the mission or not. If you're making a choice, why are you, it seems to be that God is choosing the wrong man. And also, why choose Yonah? What was special about Yonah to do this? There were other prophets that would have listened. And then, of course, the obvious question, and then other question is that God says to cry and call out to the people, but he doesn't specify exactly what he's supposed to say. The next obvious question is, why didn't Yonah listen, right? Um, you know, he got up and he decided to run to Tarshish. But why did he run? Uh, you know, first of all, why didn't he do his mission? And second of all, if he's going to, if he doesn't want to do the mission, why did he have to run to Tarshish not to do the mission? Just stay home. Don't do it. Why did he have to run? It seems like he was trying to get away somewhere, but, but if he was just simply trying to get away, or, I mean, if he was simply trying to get out of the mission, just don't do it. And then he gets on the boat, and there's a big storm, and everybody is praying. And Yonah doesn't pray. Why doesn't he pray? Does Yonah have a death wish? I mean, okay, he doesn't want to go to Nineveh and, and do the mission that God is sending him, but he, does he want to die? Right? Why does he go down and go to sleep? He should have prayed. The complaint that the captain had was a very legitimate complaint. Pray! Pray to God. You're a prophet. I mean, you should pray. He knows how to pray. So what's going on? And then they start asking him all these questions. Where are you from? What nation are you from? After they do the, um, the uh, draw the lots. What nation are you from? What's your business? What's your job? I mean, that's the kind of thing you do when you meet someone on a date. <laughs> you ask them all these questions. Just say, what's going on? Right? Why are they asking him all these questions? And then Yonah tells them that he is, fears the God of the heavens, the one who created the heaven and the earth. Um, all of a sudden, they had this huge amount of fear. Apparently, Yonah's speech was very effective in convincing them that Yonah's God and the fact that he had done something against Yonah's God is much, much more serious 
than whatever they had going on with all of their other idols and gods that they were worshiping. But then they, they said to him afterwards, after he told them about God, they says, well, what have you done? And again, Yonah did not answer. And what did Yonah answer? Um, remember, he said, what did he say? He said, throw me in the sea. Why would Yonah say, throw me in the sea? Why doesn't he say, turn around and go back? Right? I see now that God wants me to go up, turn around and go back so I can go to Nineveh and do this. Right? You guys are, are, are all going to die at sea because of me. Turn around and go back. But meanwhile, Yonah seems to think he'd rather get killed and drown in the ocean than, than just do what God says. Or at least tell them, pray to God that he spare you or something. But why throw me in the sea? Why does that have to be the thing? Yonah really seemed to have a death wish that he'd so much wanted to avoid doing this mission that he's ready to die rather than do the mission. And then, um, uh, just an observation that the dramatic turnaround that the people on the on the um, here had the tremendous turnaround that they refused to do what it was that Jonah asked they when they got the message so well that uh, um, the message of God and they understood so well what the correct the, what the moral thing was to do that they turned around and started rowing back because they felt well if Yonah is running from God let's bring him back and then they prayed and all of that didn't work and they did all of that before they actually listened and threw him in the sea now the question then it becomes when they turned and rowed back why didn't the sea stop if the point was Yonah wasn't supposed to run away why didn't God stop the storm when they started rowing back or why didn't God listen to the prayers um so so um all of these are the questions uh that the commentaries ask um this is uh i'm going to leave all these questions and in uh jonah 1b in the next podcast i'm going to give an approach to explain all of them thank you so much for listening to this podcast i'm looking forward to giving you the answer to all of them So I'll hold you all in suspense for a few minutes. Thank you.